focus on business this morning. We're talking with Derek Stricker. Derek Stricker, you can see him on Twitter at Derek Stricker, CRE, at Derek Stricker, CRE. And uh, yeah, gorgeous day. Yeah. Monday. Can't believe it. Sunny. Yeah, a little Keeping bit. It, a little bit. Lots of exciting things happening in the Tri-Cities in the commercial real estate biz. Yeah, lots of stuff kind of happening. The activity's strong. You know, where everyone's pent up from February still. That snow and all the lost work we didn't get done. Mm -hmm. So they were angry at March, and they're going to probably be a little angry at April to get stuff done. (laughs) Exactly. At least it's sunnier, though. Let's talk about some of the things that we hear so much about. The wheeling and dealing, the, the potential new retail establishments and restaurant establishments that we hear yeah. m- might be coming to town. Yeah, well, I thought, hey, it kind of falls on. I was looking at the calendar a couple weeks ago that this falls on April Fool's Day. Right. And I thought we'd be able to kind of debunk some myths or some rumor mills or yes, some things. Please. And maybe talk about the merits of them, though. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and everything. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I hope these rumors are true, too. You know, But right. let's, let's go through them, though, and kind All of right. talk about a few ones that we're, we're used to. Sure. So Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's oh, is yeah. coming. Oh my goodness, that's one I've heard several times. How long do you think you've you've heard heard about? I mean, just kind well, of... I've only been back in town for three years. So but it's three it's, years though. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. So it's tough because I don't know anything about it happening, right? Uh-huh. And the thing is, in commercial real estate, everyone's kind of behind the scenes for so long. You know, what are they actually doing? Are they actually studying the market, or are they just like kind of shelving it and not doing anything with it? Right. Right. But I would say one of the best things about this is, all right, so it's, for my thing, it's it's not that I know about, it, it's not happening, but it's always in the work. And our market's always kind of improving and keeping itself on the notoriety side of it. And I think, you know, what's cool and cool about Tri-Cities is we have a large social media support for it. You know, I always kind of right. realize the first thing we had was that page. And as much as I kind of, you know, it's, that's not my thing and that's cool, uh, it's needed. Because when it comes down to other markets that are vying for Trader Joe's and, hey, we're Wenatchee and we're other great little places, too, and Washington State, and we have a good social media following for them, kind of asking for the product, I think it kind of helps us. But Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, when, when I hear these rumors as a reporter, I will reach out to these companies directly and say, hey, this, you know, I'm hearing this information. Can you confirm that for me? And a lot of times it's, nope, sorry, that's not happening. Or, you know, we really can't say right now. But like Chick-fil-A was another one mm-hmm. that recently people were like, oh, there's Chick-fil-A coming. There's Chick-fil-A coming. Well, you know, I know a little bit about that because my dad's actually looked at opening a franchise. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand what they're looking for. Yeah. So when I contacted them and said, hey, are you coming to town? They're like, no, no. We're not, but you know, when we when I'm calling and when people are, you know, there's buzz on social media. Mm-hmm. These companies are paying attention. I mean, they really do. I mean, it's more it's more of a of a fact. I think now in 2019 than it was in like 2013. Right. You know, I think it's just an age of technology and just new advancements and a lot of you know younger youth coming into the real estate side of the corporations and everything. It's mm-hmm. kind of brand awareness, but. They're paying attention, but it's like, you know, they were supposed to open up years ago. I mean, supposed to, the thing was, hey, we're going to open up Spokane, do well there, mm-hmm. do one on the South Hill, which that's complete now, and then drop down in Tri-Cities. That was kind of like the order of operations that, you know, I was trying to behind the scenes thought would happen. And then again, you know, it just hasn't happened yet. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a matter of fact of where they land, but... Um, you know, we need them. They're here, and there's lots of, you know, vacancies to choose from now. So, real estate guy, <laughs> where would you put them? You know, I mean... They want, they have, you know, when they, when you have a, a, a store like them, it's just going to do like, you know, one location, mm-hmm. probably in our market. And they're going to 
really sink hard on what is the best spot for them and demographic and that kind of stuff. So I don't quite know the inside, but I think this. I would think they want to be somewhere in Queensgate. They want to be somewhere in Southridge. They want to be near one in CC in Columbia Center Boulevard, CC Boulevard. You know, that's where the from twenty thousand view, you know, view up from Google Earth looking down and from the local broker up. That's probably the place that would happen. So it's going to be the right spot. They're going to wait for the right thing, and you know, they're kind of the prima donna of I want everything, and it makes sense because the people want them too. So one of those best spots will probably happen out. Right. Okay. So another one that hear a lot about is a second Costco. Tri City's going to get a second Costco. Yeah. I mean, I, so you've been back for a few years, but I grew up with that rumor. Like that was like a thing in the nineties. Right. Like, oh, the second Costco out there, way out there by that water tank in Pasco, and you know, <clears throat> fifteen years later. <laughs> and we've grown a lot since then. And I don't know. Can we support? Do we have? Do we have the resources to support a second Costco? I mean, when when do you go to Costco? Do you do you try to choose like the the least busy time I, of when you go you to know, Costco I've, and plan that? Yeah, I found that Thursday at like eleven o'clock is a really good time to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, so like we're not like the biggest Seahawks fans, right. but, you know, kind of go Bears a little bit, and so we do a lot of shopping during the Seahawks games. Like, right. hey, let's oh, we'll, yeah. we'll also know that all the food's gone. But, like, we, we try to shop when it's the least busy time. So, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's busy as heck. And, you know, I don't think uh, there probably is a need long-term for second Pasco. Mm-hmm. And kind of going through this exercise, I kind of thought, because before the rumor was uh, Road 68, you know, a right. farmer and this Costco executive in the 90s hashed this conversation out. And right. is this going to happen or not in this crop circle? And, you know, at the end of the day, right. it didn't happen. Right. But you can see how Road 100 right now in the Broadmoor area all that Dale Adams land out there that the city of Pasco is working hard with right now, mm-hmm. right? And the growth and Pasco's growth west and everything and the connection of the bridges to Richland and Kennewick right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Road 100 w- would be a great spot for a second Costco. Especially when you think about all the traffic that would come in from Connell and, and uh, those areas. Yeah, it's just, you know, without dropping all the way into the city, like the gauge part of it, you know, there's enough traffic overflow, pull from other markets. That would be a great spot, you know, if that happens. And, you know, they're always looking out on the horizon. And I, you know, I don't know anything. I know some things, and I hope I'm wrong in all these things. That you know, <laughs> these are all behind the door, and they're all happening. Right, ribbon cuttings to yeah. Be I cannot wait for all those things. But right, exactly. Then. Well, and I think it's important just to just to remember that rumors are what rumors are. And if you hear a rumor, don't necessarily you know just because somebody posted, hey, my buddy Joe's uncle Frank is saying that there's going to be a Chick-fil-A in town. Don't just retweet that or, you know, share it on Facebook without stopping for a second and thinking, okay, you know, is Whole Foods really going to come to the Tri-Cities? Maybe, but, you know, I think that they would let us know. You know, it wouldn't just be a, a you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, just like a, a one small leak and a, and a local mm, side of it. Right. Kind of they want people to know if they're coming. You know, I just feel like I realize in this job how big a decision it is, you know, internally from the corporate side. When, right. they're, when they're looking from afar and looking at, you know, smaller secondary markets like Tri-Cities, mm-hmm. they got, I mean, they're only going to pull the trigger if they really, really know. And I feel like the days of those easy, you know, air quotes, corner properties and mm-hmm. things are just sitting right there in the 90s, those are gone now because we've, we've, we've evolved, we've grown, we've grown into it, we've, we've redeveloped, we've built up, we've done things, and now it's a little bit more of a little bit of complex question versus, oh, right there in that corner by the highway. That right. looks great. Right. Sign me up. Yeah. 
I mean, it used to be back in the 90s, 80s, 90s, like Columbia Center Boulevard. That's where everything was. That's, exactly. That was the, that that was was the no-brainer place to go. Exactly. And if that's not the case anymore. You've got Queensgate. You've got Road 68. You've got the downtown Kennewick area developing. Yeah. You know, Richland, there, the Richland Corridor there uh, off of GWA. There's, you know... There has been so much strategic effort mm-hmm. to make sure that they sort of share, share the wealth, so to speak. Yeah, and it, you know, it's, it's so it's it's nice to have all those options and opportunities, right? For our small or our, our local or regional businesses can choose options or kind of the lo- you know the intangibles, the feel, the vibrancies. I want a little more Parkway esque or downtown esque or home or retail or by the mall. Uh, we have that more opportunity to offer now. We're talking with Derek Stricker. You can check him out on Twitter at StrickerCRE. You can also contact him through NAI Tri-Cities at 943-5200, 943-5200. And we've been sort of trying to debunk some of these April Fools or, you know, throughout the year yeah. uh, myths mm-hmm. that tend to circulate. Somebody mentions something about something and it ends up becoming this is actually happening. And mm-hmm. rumors are, and, you know, they snowball. Rumor into has this. it. Exactly. Yeah. So snowballs into this big... Uh, excite you know people get excited when something new and exciting is coming to town especially something like oh cheesecake factory oh yeah i mean if you want to get the people riled up you bring up cheesecake factory <laughs> exactly if you want to spend an hour a day on conversations you talk cheesecake factory yes. right uh no i mean that that is it's, it's neat to see the, the the you know from from my point of view it's it's kind of fun to see the hype and you know the support and kind of people's just initial reactions sometimes you know just everyone's opinions but just like mine are right here. Just, but yeah, Cheesecake Factory is it kind of you know that's the one that I think was posted out there for PF Chang's. You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely Cheesecake Factory, one hundred percent true. Uh, that's rumor. That is, you know, I, I know nothing of that. Um, it could be a thing out there. I don't think that's the the deal that's pending for the former uh, you know giant PF Chang statue, horse, and property by the mall. Right. So that's kind of disappointing in a way. It is. I think the same time is you look at someone's got to fill up these vacancies, you know, and if you, I realize uh, a few years back, um, I had some people kind of fly in, look about trying to put some more capital in the market. Hey, you know, mixed use, kind of, you know, Vista Field-esque, you know, urbanized, like what's look opportunities, they're newer, newer capital, newer, you know, newer age. And uh, they realized and told me, and my kind of epiphany or takeaway was, you know, you can't go do these things until you fill up your other problems in your market. Like the flash cube wasn't full yet. You know, the pit wasn't groundbroken yet. The Queensgate wasn't there yet. You know, Southers wasn't have a hospital yet. And, you know, these areas were happening, but we also had these vacancies and from the old Jadwin building, the floor, you know, like all these things that are now kind of actually solved. And so the things that we had to solve first were kind of our own inherent problems or vacancies mm-hmm. and then these kind of better ones can pop out so long-winded you know i think that the pf chang deal if that goes through i don't know what it is but i don't it may not even be food related i don't know um it makes that area better though because i mean someone else knew is trying something going on there and it supports the idea that hey maybe we're looking at you know that you know the famous dave's area or the parking lot where the go-kart track is you know what can we mm-hmm. do here now because there's some new life going on that's not just, you know, old old Chapter 11 news. Well, and I think that the fact that these rumors end up circulating is just proof that the Tri-Cities has evolved so much over the past 25 years. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we're even talking about this stuff. Right. That people would believe that Cheesecake Factory, you know, 25 years ago, if somebody had said that there would be a Panera Bread here, I'd be like, pfft. 
Panera's never coming here or a P.F. Chang's or, you know, a lot of the, you know, sort of big, you know, Texas Roadhouse. They're never going to come to the Tri-Cities, but here they are and yeah. they're thriving and they're doing well. And so, you know, seeing that those big franchises and the, the other thing. You know, this is probably going off on a tangent, but... Please do. Okay, so people want Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Well, where are our foodpreneurs in the Tri-Cities that are going to fill that need? Yeah, and that's that's kind of where it's at, right? You know, there's always kind of like, uh, oh, you know, retail or franchise or, you know, new restaurants or how mm-hmm. come Olive Garden wins every year for Best Italian Tri-City? You know, all that's kind of right. like those things, right? And those are actually not rumors, I think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but... Um, it shows that there's a need in the market for it, though. Like big box and retail and some of these franchises mm-hmm. are needed to open up the local, the mom and pop, the local kind of baker stuff to be happening. To right. fill that void, like, like you said. Like, hey, there's a need for sweets and treats. What's going on? Wait, well, you know, Frosty Sweets done a great job of expanding their platform and footprint and, you know, kind of coverage of Tri-Cities. You know, mm-hmm. so just you just see those reasons that kind of we need these things when they land is great because... The other neighbor, the new restaurant, the new rumor will, you know, they'll see that headline like, hey, shoot, they went and did it. You know, it's one more reason that we should pull the trigger and do this deal, too. Right. Right. But in the meantime, you're right. The local area, the local, uh, you know, human capital can open up these things like Red Mountain Kitchen. Right. And there's you right. know, other things exactly. that just kind of start feeling needs that, hey, there's support. And they're looking at Facebook. They're looking at social media scene. Look at all this uproar over this. And that's even, you know, that's so mm-hmm. chainy, dot, dot, dot. Right. Like, well, we can do it this way, and we've always wanted to. And so I think our community has been more open, and we have more resources to kind of guide and funnel them into actual you know, business implementation. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the other rumors that we've had going around? In here? Yeah. You know, my favorite one, I don't think I got a lot of notoriety, and I, and I kind of did some Twitter bait out there today on, on one of the rumors was uh-huh. this giant trump tower that's going to come to south kennewick right so exciting i mean a 51 story office (laughs) complex with a flagship hotel i'm talking water features i'm Mm -hmm. talking what yeah it would not fit in here here's the thing i mean they're yeah you know point of life's kind of coming through this like all right there's merits to these things and it just takes one conversation because Mm -hmm. in, in these deals you know i talk to you know 15 different groups kind of behind the scenes is kind of doing some homework or some searching or some fact finding. And so there's corporations, even if, you know, they may not be reaching out through broker means to do it. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of figure out and it just kind of takes one conversation. So what did Trump, did he drive through Tri-Cities on his tour back in 16 election and, and see that urban growth area of South Canada and say, holy cow, I could. <laughs> There'd be, that'd be a great place to put a golf course. If you gave me 1,500 acres, I could totally just, you know, the, the developer in his head. And so there's a truth to it. But then you go back to 51 stories. That's like 44 more than we, we have currently in Tri-City. <laughs> right. So like, how did that get out there? And, you know, what would it be mm-hmm. uh, neat, though, and fun to chew on, um, but kind of shows you that. Well, let's fill up our vacancies first, too, right? Well, hey, right. same time, in, in a pivot, the Flash Cube, right? Mm-hmm. The old Flash Cube, the Happo Business Complex, it's 100% full for the first time. Like, as of right, right now, as of April 1st, not rumor, that's 100% full mm-hmm. for the first time, I believe, since the 90s. That's, so, that's great. That's awesome. That's, yeah. It shows our business community, it shows our office community, kind of a class A office. It kind of shows, you know, a return to Happo for putting a ton of money in that building. Right. And, you know, that flagship and keeping it going for our class A properties. So that one day when Trump drives through or Trump's developers or whoever that may be, right, mm-hmm. um, and say, hey, well, our office market could handle a 
51 story. Okay, maybe not 51. We'll start with like four stories and seven and you know you can do right. it in an urbanized area but mm-hmm. i see the vision out there but you see if you if you look at uh southridge and big vision 20 years uh there is that that healthcare that could support a giant office complex you yeah. know but it goes back to the rumor mill is if i see that i'm thinking who's taking all that space though Right. You don't think about that, like, all right, who's right. actually going to occupy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a great big building, but they can't just sit there. I mean, it's got to have businesses renting out space, and you know, apartments. Maybe, you yeah. know, maybe there'd be some apartments, mixed use, different, you know, retail establishments at the bottom. But you know, there's got to be a plan. They're not going to build something unless they've at least got one or yeah, they have an a anchor dozen somewhere. tenants ready to move in and you look at it, we only have so many large super large mm-hmm. you know employers that were making a move and want that area and space at the same time as right. this development but anyway it's it was a fun, it was a fun one i had a yeah. little uh, like a, yeah. a kid in his young 20s really get hyped up about it <laughs> exactly it's we're talking with derek stricker you can check him out on twitter at stricker cre at stricker cre or contact him through nai tri-cities at 943-5200 943-5200 for all of your commercial real estate needs so we've been talking a little bit about rumors mm-hmm. and the th- rumors that go around. So there's no Cheesecake Factory coming to the Trice. Not that I know there's of. No Trader Joe's today. Not that I know of today. Maybe down the road. It's possibly. But uh, how about Whole Foods? You, yeah. You know, that's been one that's kind of been on the, you know, talky-talky the last mm-hmm. four or five years. Right. And uh, I think they were supposed to be here. I think they had a site picked out. I feel like they had a couple of things, a couple of ideas I know they did studies. They did, they did like a deeper dive study of our market and some areas and demographics, which is, all right, that's good. You're doing your homework part of it and spending some money and looking at our community a little deeper. But I think what threw it all off track was the Amazon acquisition mm. of Whole Foods. Right. And I think that just kind of uh, you know stopped that part of it. And a lot of things are going on with Amazon in general and HQ2, and I'm sure there's enough manpower to... For Amazon and their and their pipeline and their business thing, but I think that was kind of a small. All right, let's not pull the trigger in all these markets. Let's hold back for a second, and I think that's kind of why we don't have one. That's 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 my assumption. That could be way wrong, um, but I think that's what kind of slowed it down. But at the same time, like last episode, I brought up Shopco's right, the kind of continuation of the big box retail. Every episode, we almost report new stuff closing down. It seems like right, <laughs> except today, right? I, I know of. <laughs> Um, you know, but Amazon, those kind of footprints, they look for those footprints in, in good areas near the mall, lots of parking, you know, they got some industrial doors for shipping. Oh, hey, you know, could, could Amazon put a Whole Foods in Shopco areas around these parks? So, you know, I think in the end of the day, they'll be looking for kind of maybe some other big box acquisitions, like vacancies versus ground up. So maybe they would have more options to choose from if they want to do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, now that... HQ2 is announced, and all these things are going to go forward. Maybe, maybe they come back and circle back and knock out, you know, knock out a Whole Foods here in Tri Cities. So, you know, not now, but like I said, off air, you know, I think with as the community kind of hears these ideas and rumors and, and beliefs and ideas, they become better consumers of it too. They may not know exactly what Whole Foods is or Trader Joe's is or been shopped there, but. When they go to Spokane or they visit place, you know, they make an intent to go check it out and then kind of report back. So I feel like by the time all these kind of, uh, you know, companies and whatnot open up our market, we're better consumers. We're better advocates for it. We're better, you know, if it fits our if it fits our our, our sweet spot, we're going to be good good consumers of them probably. 
Well, and our region is pretty unique, I think, in that we have a lot of transplants. You know, we have a lot of people who move here to get jobs out at Hanford or PNNL or out at the hospitals. And so they're maybe coming from a Portland or a California or, you know, a South Carolina where maybe they had access to these things. And so they are they've had a habit of using those stores. And so they've talked to their friends about it. They've talked to, you know, yeah. their neighbors about it. And so they've, you know, helped to generate some of that excitement. It as makes well. you a savvy consumer. I mean, honestly, I, I banked that on one of my value ads, you know, moving back from Chicago was, you know, I've been a consumer of these brands. I had, I'm telling you, I had Whole Foods and Trader Joe's right across from our place in, you know, River North in Chicago, where you learn because you're, hey, I was a consumer before a broker, before you know, fake city planning and that kind of stuff. It's like, you're just a consumer, so you know more going into it. And I think you're right, more transplants, they also are better consumers, and they also maybe know people, these corporations, where it's like, hey, you know, we have a spot in my hometown where I'm at now, and they could really use you, and hey, you're VP of development, and thank gosh we're an alumni together, and you know, and that's how some of these times these uh, stories make headlines and are real. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, look at Dick's Sporting Goods. You know, that surprise, that was one where I went, that's not really going to happen. But lo and behold, it is. You know, I mean, and I feel like, you know, that didn't make the list, but like uh, uh, Cabela's, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. you know, it's been rumored for like five, six years. I feel like I was pulling right. this from ICSC from like 2013, 2014. And, you know, it, it finally happened. It just took so, you know, so gosh darn long mm-hmm. to get it. Um, but they got a great, you know, they got a great spot. And the hard part is they're looking from afar, saying, "Hey, thank gosh we waited so long because now we're like in the mall. They right. like they like broke down a building in a movie theater, for, you know, for <laughs> us. Like they love us, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, so. It, it, it's nice to kind of get something like that. But it steps up, someone fill the void. And now I think, hey, now that Dick Sporting Goods steps up, it gives another chance for someone else, another another competitor, another niche to say we can we can do something. While well, we're waiting for the rumor mills to finalize. Mm-hmm. The other opportunities can kind of come in and swoop in and, you know, still some market share. In the day, that's what it's about, market share. So we're talking with Derek Stricker, a local commercial real estate agent, broker, yep. uh, magician. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you can see he really has his finger on the pulse of what's happening in the Tri-Cities with the commercial real estate market. And so if you have a property that you want to sell, lease, buy any commercial property. He is the guy to get you set. Of course, you can contact him through Twitter at Stricker CRE, at Stricker CRE, or contact him at NAI Tri-Cities. That's it for this edition of Focus on Business. Focus on Business is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 610 KONA.